Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. And I'm Evan. And to start this episode, we'll try to distract me from a pretty disappointing World Series baseball game with a recap of Tech's 42-21 victory in El Paso. Evan, did Tech go and did Tech die? Uh, yeah, Tech went and they did not die. They, you know, played a really strong game, at least offensively. There were some things on defense that I'm sure we'll talk about. It was it was very bendy, maybe bendier than we like it to be. But ultimately, they did not break uh, until really in the fourth quarter when it was garbage time and we had second string players in. So with the first team in, it was a, pretty much a 42 to seven victory. And uh, that's what we want. I mean, the offense came out and had a game plan and executed it pretty much perfectly you know we'll talk about our players of the game i think there's really one uh this game and his name is jamar and he went 29 for 35 338 yards and three touchdowns so i mean spoiler alert yeah so uh yeah sorry uh i should have said skip the next 30 seconds if you don't want a spoiler but uh, (laughs) uh what what do you think nathan Yeah, you said the defense was bendy up there. And I'll admit, I was watching two things at the same time. How dare you overlook an opponent? (laughs) Yeah, if they had the game up on the sideline in El Paso, I would understand the level of being that upset. But still, so (laughs) there's a lot of this game I'll have missed, and I'll catch it back up when I go and rewatch this game. But one of the things I did notice was, and again, you mentioned the defense being bendy. There were a lot of open UTEP receivers streaking down the field that got missed by 5, 10 yards by a throw yeah. by Loxley. But if Loxley's even somewhat accurate on those throws, this game is a lot closer than it has any need to be. And yeah, that's a what if, and you can always do that for any game, whether it's close or a blowout. You can say, well, what if this happened? Or if this happened, then it wouldn't be this bad. But that worries me for the future when we face other quarterbacks that don't have... Right. You leave guys open like that against Mason Fine, and Mason Fine is going to kill you. Yeah. And that's in two weeks. And we have a bye week. We have time to get prepared. And yeah, Tech went. They went to El Paso. They showed up. The defense, again, took some time to get into the game. And the offense, it was a punt. And then was it four straight touchdown drives? Yep. Yeah, they went. That's definitely, that's my definition of going. And they didn't die. They won the game. But like with any game like this, you can find things to find fault with and be concerned about in the future. But at the same time, you have to celebrate a victory when you double your opponent's score and you score over 40. Yeah, and and you talk about Loxley there for a second. I mean, he came into the game averaging, I think, 45% completion, and he looked really good in the first half. I think he was 9 for 10 in the first half, and it was kind of like, you know, wow, what what are we doing? And then he started missing throws there in the second half, like you said, that the guys were behind our DBs, and, you know, Loxley ended the game at 17 for 30, so he kind of, I guess that's what, 8 for 20 there in the second half. So, uh, still better than his season uh, so far and and really I was expecting him to run more but they adjusted at halftime they must have seen something in tech secondary saying like hey blow blow the top off these guys because they're maybe we were playing a lot of press and they felt like their wide receivers could get beyond us because they definitely came out those first couple drives and like you said if Loxley hits those throws I mean it's a totally different game because it would have been you know maybe 28 to, to 14 there after the first drive and then a two score game is a lot different than and what ended up happening, which was Tech came out and dominated in the third quarter. And then kind of, again, in the fourth quarter, things went the opposite direction. But. but yeah, and it may have been schematic. It may have been looking at game tape from UTEP in previous games this year, seeing that they don't go over the top with much success. So you can play the receivers closer. You can play closer to the line of scrimmage because that's where they'll have their success. Right. And so maybe this doesn't bode bad things for the future because they know that even if the receivers get behind them, they don't catch a lot of those balls that get thrown out there. And that's not the way 
that Diaco runs his defense. That's not really how I see him calling that, but it's a possibility. But it also felt like, don't want to dunk on Loxley too hard here, though, even though we've been talking about it for a little bit. His throws look like what everyone complains about Jamar doing. Yeah, just just sailing the ball. Yeah, and Jamar has his faults, and tonight he was great. 29 for 35, 338. I think you already read that out loud, but whatever. We'll say it again because it's that yeah, good. Yeah, so that, that's an 83% completion percentage, just so we're clear. I mean, that's that's an incredible night for any quarterback and probably Jamar's best game as a Bulldog, honestly. Yeah, and you would have hoped it would have came against a better opponent, but, you know, you'll take what you can get for Jamar's best game of his career, or at least of the year. But yeah, yeah so speaking of Jamar, we'll go ahead and do our players of the game since we already know your answer. Yep, it's Jamar. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and and not pull a me, and uh, I'll give it to an actual player this time, and it's Jamar. I mean, the dude was hitting every throw pretty much. Uh, his first incompletion was a pass that could have been caught on that uh, weird like double reverse wildcat thing that we did, which was kind of cool. And yeah, it was a tough catch for Powell, but Powell's kind of made his made his name known by just like getting those crazy toe tap sideline catches. So it would have been nice for him to pull that one in, but not not really his fault or Jamar's fault on that one, but. I mean, he started out 13 for 13. So what more do you want from your your starting quarterback and and then finish the night just throwing six incompletions? So yeah, so he's my player of the game. What you got, Nathan? Yeah, again, I am I can only say what I saw and watch every single play. But the few times I did look over, Israel Tucker made the most of his runs tonight. He carried the ball eight times for 56 yards and a touchdown, averaging seven. He also did a 26-yard run in there. I felt good just to see him in these games again. Henderson has been getting a lot of love and for good reasons. He's been doing a very good job. Tonight he was a less than average night, 17 carry, 65 yards for two touchdowns, mm-hmm. which, I mean, again, if you're going to have a less than average night, I'd rather it be against someone right. like Utah. But it's just good to see Tucker again. I know he's been fighting that injury bug, I believe. Yeah, he had he had mono for like four weeks, right? That was right, the- yeah. Yeah. And so just to see him back in it and with success at that is really huge to a program like this where Henderson has been the running back. But to have another guy out there that you can throw in when Henderson needs a breather or it's just not his night is really great to see. Yeah. Also, Jamar spread the ball around a lot. And and that was, I think, one of the offense's uh, game plans going in was to try to you know, keep them guessing as to who's going to catch the ball. And so we had eight different receivers and the most catches went to CJ Powell and Justin Henderson for six, six catches each. So this season so far, nobody's really standing out as the guy uh, in the wide receiver core, which is not what we expected, certainly coming into this year. But JMR did a great job of finding the open man and really, I mean, just taking what they were giving us. They were putting cushions on guys and JMR was just hitting the open man in space and letting them make plays. So yeah, and that's what I would want to see as much as I love having the guy being Patton or the guy being Trent Taylor or Henderson or whatever I like it when each game a different person steps forward and on the season it all kind of averages out or on a game where you can get the ball to multiple receivers because then the defense can't just keen in on someone you can't triple cover or double cover everyone on the field and that's a really good thing to see I think as long as they're actually making those plays which tonight they did Mm -hmm. not really a playmaker today even though he has been in the past Aaron Allen (laughs) we talked about Jamar's good night Allen came in near the end one pass one interception I'm wondering if people are going to start calling for Jackson Thompson now there's a curse on the second string on the uh on the roster yeah whoever (laughs) comes in second throws a pick And to be fair to him, I mean, I think they ran the ball a few times when he came in and then we had like a third and seven or something like that. And he was running across the field kind of on a bootleg and had an open man just under through him. So uh, we haven't really seen that from Allen when he's come in late. 
in mop up duty, but you know, he, he had one throw and it got away from him. So yeah, I'm just trying to preempt some message board, right. Talking point. Right. Well, I'm sure I'm absolutely certain somebody out there is already saying we better be looking for a grad transfer for next year. I think that's going to happen every year until you win a natty. And that seems pretty far off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to bring up? Um, yeah, that I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, to Tristan Allen who got into the game in the second half. I believe he had a, sack and then he had a good play in coverage as well so he's the backup to uh willie baker and he looked pretty good so special shout out to him the one thing i wanted to end on uh, and we talked about it a little bit in the chat or the celebrations the utep players had throughout oh, this yeah. game <laughs> it's kind of a talking point in a few different things uh on twitter and elsewhere I saw them. It's nothing like showboating, nothing like over the top or the controversy yeah. that Jack Abraham had last week, but just. Yeah, definitely not that. Like the one I noticed the biggest was Tech had the ball. It's like first and goal from the eight or nine. They run, I think it's a smoke sweep to about the three yard line. So that's a six, seven yard gain on first down in the red zone. That's that's pretty big. Yeah. The guys act like they just stopped a fourth down. If you stop the guy at or behind the line of scrimmage, I understand you're going to be jacked up about it, even though it's only first down, but like. I mean, the chances of scoring a touchdown on second and goal from the two-yard line are a lot higher than scoring a touchdown from, you know, if it was second and goal from the nine, right? So Yeah, and I get it if... When you're, where are they, one and five? Now they're one and yeah. six. When you have a team like that, you celebrate what you can. Like, I, I'm not insulted by it. I'm not taken aback by what they're doing. I'm a little more confused than anything about it. Yeah, and that's what I would say. I, I'm the one that tweeted out stuff from our account, you know, about the guy celebrating. And normally I, I love players having fun and, and celebrating, and I'm not that guy. But then what I really had a problem with was on the literal last play of the game. It was like third and five. First of all, UTEP had been calling timeouts, and I don't understand why they were doing that because the game was over like they didn't even try an onside kick and then they start calling timeout when we ran for five yards i, I don't get it you see it was a fake onside kick to catch us off guard <laughs> Um, but so the literal last play of the game, some guy, it was third and five, DeAndre Marcus runs for about 15 yards to pick up the first down and end the game. And the guy that tackled him, like did the whole stand over him and make like flexed his arms at him. And it was like, dude, he just gained 15 yards on third and five and the game's over and you lost. Like, I, I just, I just don't get it. And I'm of the same opinion. A lot of the players have fun, like bat flips in baseball. Like that's cool. Do what you want. Like I, to me, it's celebrate when you do something great. But to celebrate on the mediocre stuff or to celebrate, even if it's a big hit, he gains a lot of yards and you yeah. lose the football game because you gave it the first down. But yeah, it's just, it, it didn't even really rub me the wrong way. It just confused me when yeah, I saw Yeah, I was that. just like, what are you doing, man? Like, Skip's running out onto the field to shake hands with your coach. Like, why are you doing this? And I will say about this game, too, it could have been like the Rice game. So UTEP turned the ball over twice in the red zone, and the other time they turned the ball over was on our side of the 50, I believe, when they had the uh, bad snap. So, I mean, if those turnovers don't happen, you know, maybe it's a closer game. But, but but also at the same time, UTEP didn't do anything to help themselves here, but it didn't feel like a game that UTEP lost and Tech just was there. Like Tech did enough to win this yeah. game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Outside of it. But it definitely helps when the other team is also losing it. Right. It, it, the key difference here was that in the Rice game, Jamar was hitting wide receivers in the hands and they were dropping the ball. This game, he was hitting them in the hands and they caught it every single yeah. time. You it know? turns out so, that helps a lot. Yeah, it turn, yeah that, that's a good idea if you're a wide receiver to, you know, actually catch the 
the ball when it hits you in the numbers. But anyway, I mean, it was it was a great team win. I don't know. We're kind of just making up storylines to talk about here. But <laughs> what else would we do? Right. <laughs> yeah. Make it. But this is episode 12. We're making this up as we go. We're figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be right back with more of the Go Tech Please Some Die podcast right after this break. Hi, and welcome back to the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. For the second half, I'm joined by Evan. Yo. And Matt. What's up? And this week, we don't have an opponent to preview because this week is our second bye week, which feels weird to say. But Evan prepared a little something for us to do in the second half of the show, so I'll go ahead and hand it over to him. Yeah, so I run the GTPDD contest normally, but we're going to do a little uh, mini game here. Hopefully that'll be fun uh, for both of you guys and also for people listening. People do this on podcasts, so I was like, eh. We can waste everyone's time. So I have I have a few questions here, and then we'll have a lightning round at the end. The way this is going to work is I'm going to uh, tally up scores. Some questions are going to be who gets the closest, and some questions are going to be uh, you can both get a point. So for this first one, and don't look up stats or anything while we're doing this. First question, Nathan's going to answer first. Jamar this season through eight games has 2,220 yards. Where does that rank him in the last 10 seasons of Tech starting quarterback so that's 2019 through the 2010 season uh so one through ten where does that rank so basically what i did was i looked at the first eight games and whoever tech's leading passer was in each game i added that up i will say number two okay matt i'm gonna be that guy and say i'm gonna go with uh, you know i'm not gonna be that guy i'm gonna say that it's not as high as nathan thinks it is i think it's gonna be fourth i'm gonna say fourth okay well jmar's 2220 yards through eight games is fifth among the last five seasons so he's ahead of his last two seasons behind Higgins and himself in 2016 behind Driscoll behind Sokol and behind uh, 2012 Colby Cameron you don't say well, that made me look bad, so it's going to get edited out. So. <laughs> so Matt gets the point there. Let me tally that up. Well, can either of you guess the best season? This isn't actually the question, but which one of those I just named was the most yards through eight games? Well, you just said it, Neil. Did I? I, I Cameron, 2012? No. Higgins. That was actually the second most. Yeah, it was Higgins and Smith. Really? Yeah, Higgins had like a bunch of 400-yard games. It was actually surprising. But well, All right, so Matt, you're going to go first on this one. How many yards did Higgins and Smith throw for through eight games and whoever gets closest on this one gets the point so oh good lord i mean there's no way it could have been three thousand so i'm gonna say two thousand seven hundred fifty all right nathan am i allowed to say two thousand seven hundred and fifty one you can <laughs> you can <laughs> then i, then I, I absolutely will <laughs> all right yeah it was twenty eight thirty four so nathan gets the point there <laughs> through sheer uh ingenuity i guess we'll say you're gonna have to edit this out but fucking nathan <laughs> <laughs> Finally, all my sick days of watching Prices Right fall on <laughs> <laughs> All right, so question two or three here, if you want to count that as a full question. We all know that Amik's 14 interceptions are the most among active players, but what does Amik rank all time in interceptions in NCAA history? I believe it's FBS history, but so Nathan, you're going to go first this time. What is he ranked with 14 interceptions? That's career? Yeah. I will say 22nd. All right, Matt? 23rd. <laughs> well, he currently ranks 156th. So yeah, Matt, Matt gets the point there. There's a, there's a ton of players tied. I'm not surprised. I was hoping that Matt would take the over there. 
This is going to become way too competitive. The the guy who has the most. So Amik has 14, and if he gets like four more, he'll be he'll jump up a bunch of places. Just out of curiosity, is first place David Amerson? No, it's some guy from Bowling Green. I, I don't remember his name, but because David Amerson, I think he played for North Carolina State. He had 14 interceptions in a season, I think. Wow. Uh, yeah, just a few years back. This guy from Bowling Green has 27. So Amik would have to uh, <laughs> would have to a not go to the draft and b pick off like three passes each game here on out but <laughs> i mean he just did that so it sounds pretty doable we love you Annie. all right so this question you can both get a point on and matt goes first who is tech's second leading rusher this season so far so you oh can God. both get this one right uh, so henderson's obviously first who's yeah, second henderson first. it's got to be tucker yeah tucker's who i was thinking too yeah, it's got to be tucker can't be Jaquise. all right well you're both wrong it is jaquise at 207 yards are you so kidding me tucker has 172 i believe I just uh, feel like I've heard Tucker's name far more often than Jaquise. I mean, I I mean Jaquise was big early in the year. Yeah, Jaquise led the team against Texas and I think against Grambling maybe. So uh, Henderson yeah. came on later uh, and then Tucker was out for all that uh, time. Okay. Henderson. I probably would have said Tucker or Jamar maybe, but Jamar really only had the one game with a lot of rushing yards. So And sacks count for things. So Yeah, that, that yeah, hurts him a lot. That's true too, yeah. All right, so uh, Nathan, you're first on this one and this is oh, another boy. whoever's closer gets the point so uh be careful <laughs> all right how many total tackles for loss does tech have so far this season i will say six that's your guess, Ta- your tackles guess is for loss. Six. i guess you were you were at the southern miss game so you didn't hear them fawning over how many tackles for loss tech had in that game alone it's too late let me you forgot you cut me off i was saying uh, <laughs> this is a disaster yeah that's the plan uh, i'll revise and say 25 I'm just stewing over here waiting uh i'll say 20 all right it is 53 so son of a bitch <laughs> so nathan gets the point again asterisk yeah they had like 11 against southern miss alone i think so that's insane it was very good yeah we're a better team than i thought at seven and one (laughs) question five how many penalties does tech have against them so far this year this one is going to matt first oh good lord i feel like we haven't been tagged for a lot of penalties but I feel like I'm going to go way over on this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put it, this is probably way off. I'm going to say 45. All right, Nathan. I'm definitely taking the under, and I'll say just not to be that big of a jerk. <laughs> say 35. Ooh, Nathan, you should have been a jerk, man. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is 42. So oh, Matt gets man. the point in a in a close one there. So I was expecting something closer in the 20s range. I, I, I still felt like I was overshooting it. I mean, 42 is not a lot for eight games, but it, it is maybe more than I felt like, too, because like Matt said, it, it just feels like we haven't been that penalized. So Averaging a little over six penalties a game, which kind of sounds awful. All right. So after the fifth question, Matt has a lead of three to two. So that means we're going to start the lightning round, which isn't necessarily faster. I just called it the lightning <laughs> round. But, you know. It's louder. False yeah. advertising. <laughs> so Nathan, you get the choice of do you want to go first or second but let me explain the thing here okay so 
We're going to go from 2018 backward and say who the leading rusher for Tech was each year. And so, Nathan, if you decide to go first, you'll say 2018. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, Matt gets to steal. Okay? And then we'll go back to 2017, and it's Matt, or whichever you decide. Sure, sure. And there's a bonus of if it's your turn to guess, and you guess correctly on which of these seasons, we're going to go all the way back to 2010, which season was the best season of all 10? Let's say we were going from 1990 to 1980 and 1985 was the best season if nathan if it's your turn you would have to say i think it's 1985 anyway all right so nathan do you want to say 2018 or you want to pass 2018 to matt i want 2018 all right i'll say dancy all right you are correct so we'll go back to 2017 and matt who was the leading rusher i'm not gonna lie i have not the slightest clue uh <laughs> yeah I, don't, I i really don't know now if i say it out loud and i'm wrong that i'm gonna feel bad about myself and Lord hey just go for it just go for it you gotta get some points here but i'm gonna feel bad because i don't even know if he was still on the team it wasn't craft was it it was not craft nathan boston scott yes that's it yeah there it is all right so nathan you get first stab at 2016 and you just took a four to three lead ken Dixon. wrong matt was it craft that year it was Bada bing, bada boom. All right. Also, I forgot to say, if you guess the the best year wrong, like if you said it in 2016, which was not the right answer, I'll just give that away. You lose a point. Okay. So right now we're tied okay. four to four, and we're going to Matt for 2015. I mean, it, I mean, is. It had to have been Dixon. Yes. All right, Nathan, 2014. This feels like a trap, but Dixon? Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt, 2013. I mean, surely it's still him, even though he had a down year. It Dixon. indeed was, yes. <laughs> Nathan, 2012. This game uh, is fun. Let's just keep going with it, Dixon. Yes. Well, but hold on, hold on, though. <laughs> Oh, no. was, that, was that the best year, 2012? Are you guessing that? I am guessing. It, it sounds like it is. Uh, it was not 2012. So Son Matt, of a <laughs> Matt loses a point there. So that makes it, let's see. So it's seven to five right now. Nathan leads and Matt uh, gets to guess 2011, which good luck because I would not have remembered this at all. Was it Porter? It was not Porter. Nathan, you got to guess? This is before my time. I'm just going to guess a relatively common last name and say Smith. <laughs> nope. Nope. I love that strategy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Lennon Career. Lennon Career was the answer there in 2011 with 838 yards. Nathan, uh, you can guess 2010 if you want, but... Uh, we can also okay. just cut the game off there if you I'll, want. I'll go with Johnson this time. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, you got a guess for 2010? Uh, I don't think Porter was there anymore, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, no, it was Wait. also Lennon Career with 1,181 <laughs> yards. You're so. such a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and in 2009, I wrote this down, but we're uh, we're not going to go back that far. It was Daniel Porter. So you had a 10 years ago-ish running back. So Well, then hold on a sec. Are we technically done? Because I want to I guess what the best year rush. Give, uh, let's give Nathan a chance if he wants one. I don't want one because I think that if you've I guess it. you got a lead, it, I, I think. I have a lead, but I lose three, a point. Three. So, yeah, Nathan, you've got seven points right now. Or no, wait, I'm hold on, hold on, hold on. Six, sorry. You said seven earlier. I've been basing my whole you strategy did. off of seven. I'm bad at math, though. I never claimed. <laughs> Let's see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, you got four and you had two before. That's my fault. My fault. I'm a bad game master here. Look, look. God, it's either his senior. 
I don't know. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. Uh, All right, go for it. Was it was 2014 his best year, the best year? It was the best year. Uh, 1,299 yards rushing for Dixon in 2014. I didn't know if it was his senior year or junior year, but I knew it wasn't his sophomore He was hurt a bunch that season, yeah. and we were bad. Uh, definitely didn't help that the team did not play in 2013. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> suspended operations. All right, so... Um, gosh, in the interest of making this uh, a more interesting finish, the final score is six to five, Nathan, as hey. it stands right now. Oh, but okay. was the lightning round not the final round? <laughs> I will give Matt a chance here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If he can tell me the name of the receiver and the year that had the best yardage year in the last 10, 10 seasons. Oh, that's balls. So if you get it right, I'll give Nathan a, a chance to, to steal back his victory here. <laughs> Man, I don't even, I mean, I don't know anything prior to my time. Uh, We're talking just back to 2010. I mean, it's only got a, I don't even know anybody's names back that far. I keep thinking, I know it's on him, but I want to give a shout out to Miles White for shutting me out geography class my first year. <laughs> I hope that you went on to do great things. He played for the Packers for a second. He did, I think. and he played, he played for the Giants too. That's no. worse. <laughs> <laughs> played for the Falcons. He played for any, everyone in the <laughs> NFC. Oh man. I want to say Carlos Henderson, but I want to say Trent Taylor too. It's got to be one of those two. Okay. I, this is too much pressure. I can't handle it. <laughs> I feel like I'm in third grade again and my dad's yelling for my bad derby card. Like I have to guess the year and the person. The year and the person. Yes. Okay. The person I'm going to say it has to be Trent Taylor. It has to be, but I don't know when he was really good and just good. I don't no, I don't know, man. Trent Taylor, uh, 26. <laughs> you got it right. Hey, yeah, <laughs> Let's go. Let's Trent go. Taylor, 2016, 1,803 yards, which is about is 450 more than the next best season a tech wide receiver has had uh, in the last 10 years anyway. Where does Pat in 2012 rank? Well, Nathan, I was going to ask you a question, but now you just ruined it. <laughs> was that the answer to your question? Well, I, I was going to say, what's the second best for the win? And uh, Is it Pat in 2012? <laughs> it, is, it is indeed Pat in 2012. And I win the game. Let's go. <laughs> and I believe that gives Nathan the win. It he wins does. the game. <laughs> Can we, can we just, can we, okay, first of all, no. Yes. <laughs> if we don't end the game on the lightning round and we keep going anyway, then I still get this. You know what? I'll give it to you, but. The Nats have lost three straight. I need this. <laughs> you can hear the bitterness and sadness and the desperation in his voice. It's always there. It's just being brought out right now. I cannot believe I got that right. I'm not going to lie, guys. I, I know. I was just like, you're dancing around Trent Taylor. You got three options. So he led the team three years in a row 2014 to 16 but uh 1803 was by far his best that output. is insane yeah it's yep that's almost as many yards as jamar has through eight games passing so I mean, that's ridiculous yeah anybody got not for points but anybody got a guess for which player had the lowest but still led the team in the last 10 years was it after i got there uh when did you get there 2012 20, yeah yeah, it was after you got there. Shortly oh, after man. you got there, I'll say. It had to have been the next year, the, the terrible yeah, so 2013. Year. Yep. yep, it was. I don't even know who the wide receivers were. Yeah. Was it Paul Turner? Mm-mm. What was your hint? 
he was a transfer, but not Paul Turner. <laughs> uh, was it Sterling Griffin? It was Sterling Griffin. 357 yards led the team that year. That's horrible. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not great. Not great. He was a sixth-year guy, and he only played a handful of games and then disappeared. Yep. Uh, actually, no, he played the next year for Sokol because he had that really long touchdown catch against UL Lowell. I remember that. Then he just then he just disappeared. Yeah, as this competition is disappearing because it's yes. over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, seamless transition there. And as we transition, I want to remind everybody that I won. But, <laughs> Evan, you have a tweet of the week? Yeah, so I, I wanted to highlight a couple things. One, North Texas lost to Charlotte, so got to laugh about that. They were up 14 points in the fourth quarter and lost. So someone named Minute Mad at Sports for Heretic says, if you're just joining us, the North Texas quarterback threw five touchdowns and his team lost the game. Congrats to LaTeX on your 2019 CUSA West <laughs> title. <laughs> and then also, so, Nathan, I think you had another one more uh, closer to the tech faithful. Yeah, one of our friends of the group, I guess, uh, Michael Grant. A while back, he had some pictures that he drew. He would draw people's Twitter profile pictures or whatever and draw them in a very Microsoft Paint style. He tweeted one at us this afternoon, a picture of Jmar drawn, just saying, hose mad. <laughs> and it's there's no <laughs> so way for me funny. to describe this in a way it's that so makes funny. it as funny as actually <laughs> seeing the picture. It's a drawing. I think he did it back when I had retweeted a picture of Jmar just kind of looking at the camera. I, I can't describe his look. Like Nathan said, it's kind of indescribable. But and I just said, uh, heard you was talking shit. <laughs> I think Jmar had a good uh, good game after people had been really critical of him. Pretty sure he liked that dude. He did like it. He liked the one that Michael tweeted out just now too. So is it too late to add a point for knowing that he liked it? <laughs> <laughs> so from now until the rest of time, we'll be trying to get that one more point. <laughs> you shouldn't have guessed that. 2014 was Dixon's best season, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'd rather take risks. You know what? That 2015 no. was his best season. Sorry. You know what? I went down like a man. You did. You did. <laughs> and I won like a man. Too bad the Nationals won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm already numb to your pain. I've lived through this weekend. <laughs> Nathan was there, standing room only, man. So Paid $400 <laughs> to get almost shut out. So yeah, as always, those tweets will be in the episode description and we'll link them in a few other places too. And so Evan, you have a contest preview for this week? Oh, there is no contest this week. There so. is no contest. That's right. I'm going off all the week's notes. <laughs> Just nothing uh, is going right for me in the moment, except I won the game and that's all that matters. That's all, that's all you have. <laughs> all I have, don't take this from me. You filthy whore. <laughs> no, friendly banter. Oh, nothing but yes. friendly banter. This episode is sponsored <laughs> by Rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the game engine used for Grand Theft Auto and most Rockstar games of the early 2000s. Does that get him a point? I'm trying, man. I'm trying so hard, though. <laughs> we are going to have no listeners after this. <laughs> this will be so much fun to edit. That about wraps it up for this week of the Go Tech Place of My Podcast. If you're still listening to this point, and I don't really understand if you are. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G O T E C H P L S D N T D I E. Our blog has more stuff, uh, co the contest information that I tried to bring up earlier, as well as posts we do throughout the year. That's at gtpdd.dog. Also, if you want to rate or review us on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you, you get your podcast from. Oh, we're doing that now? Yeah. Other podcasts do it, I realize, so we should probably tell people to review and stuff. If it's a funny review, we'll probably read it, because we have nothing better to do as evidenced by this show. Yes. <laughs> and until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. And I'm Matt. And go tech. Please don't die. Please don't. <laughs>
Was it? Uh, well, uh, 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 